All right, welcome to Markets Midday. It's Harry here for Market Matters on Thursday, the 16th of December. Today, the ASX is currently down 27 points. That's down 0.38% at the moment. Um, the At uh, 72.99, so just below 7,300 as we make the turn into the afternoon. Um, in terms of the sectors, some sectors are still doing quite well. Tech's up 1.21%. REITs are up 1.08%. Healthcare, healthcare is the main uh, drag on the market at the moment. That's down almost 5% as a sector, down 4.97%. Energy's down 1.04% at the moment. Mesoblast, MSB, they've been wild this week. That's now up 10.9% today on the back of some approvals coming through. Hub24, HEB is up 5.81. They've been all over the shop this week as well. There's more clarification around the class. Takeover offer, that's up 5.81%. And lifestyle communities, LIC is the ticker that's up 5.74%. Um, CSL, that's getting smacked today. It's down 8.13% on the back of their capital raise. Um, that's obviously the main drag. They've actually taken... Uh, what is it now? They've taken 34 points off the index. So if you strip CSL out today, the index would actually be up seven points um, at the moment. Um, but uh, yeah, CSL, obviously the biggest hit. That's why healthcare is down so much. It's the only reason the ASX 200 is down as well, all because of one stock. Champion Iron, CIA, is down at 4.6%. And something we've talked about, one stock we talked about this morning in the morning report, 360. Uh, they're getting hit today as well. Life 360. Um, Inc. is down 4.29% at the moment. Uh, Independence Group and Western Areas, IGO and WSA, they're both in trading halts today. It looks like a deal's finally come to a head after months of discussions between the two. Um, I think it was first released um, in October um, uh, that these two were in discussions about potential change of control transaction. It was initially thought that um, it was going to be a script offer for Western Areas shares um, to go into Independence Group. Uh, now it looks to be a $3.30 per share in cash offer, um, which is about where sort of the market was thinking uh, that would come in in terms of value for Western Areas. Um, IGO has come up with the cash uh, through cash reserves and a bit of debt, it looks like. Um, they've been chasing a fair bit of nickel production. They were obviously... Um, had a decent lithium takeover go through pretty recently as well in the last 18 months. Um, they want to you know, sort of shift into that future-facing commodities and Western Areas has got a good bit of production coming online in the sort of back end of this decade that will take them well into the 2030s um, in terms of solid nickel production coming out of that one. A pretty solid, um, pretty solid outlook and I don't think the market really valued it. Um, as it should have, um, and that's why IGOs sort of come in over the top and are going to take those guys out, it looks like. So both in trading halt at the moment, um, and we'll see how that one sort of plays out over the next day or so. Um, around the grounds, there's another little, like, little couple of snippets from a bunch of different companies at the moment. Obviously, CSL's a big one. They've um, successfully completed the Insto placement that did come in at the low end of the range, obviously trying to get a $4 billion raise away this close to Christmas would have been pretty difficult at the best of times. So um, that one's uh, pretty weak on the back of that one. I think the deal looks pretty good. Um, the raise was just a big one. So investors are trying to stomach that at the moment. It's trading pretty much bang on um, the issue price at the moment there. Um, we've also had points bet PBH. That's up quite nicely today up uh, f almost 5% at the moment. They've uh, had a successful launch in Virginia. Just continue to build out their state-by-state -state exposures in the US as those betting laws 
um, uh, are sort of watered down as we go. Woodside and BHP, they've had the ACCC uh, approve the merger of their um, oil and gas assets there as well. Sort of a formal tick of approval from ACCC. I don't think many people were overly concerned about those guys standing in the way of that one. Qantas is probably the other big piece of news we need to talk about. They are expecting an EBITDA loss of 250 to 300 million in the first half. They have seen domestic travel go over pre-COVID levels, so I think they're about 105% uh, of pre-COVID levels in uh, this half uh, so far. International bookings, though, uh, that's running about 60% in the fourth quarter, so obviously a pretty decent rebound. It was about 40% in the third quarter um, as these um, quarantine restrictions start to ease. More people are obviously flying internationally, but bookings have slowed since the new variants sort of come about. Um, so having a look at Qantas, um, they, they've, yeah, they've, yeah, obviously they've, they're sort of going to have a headwind if um, these variants keep coming through and these travel requirements keep changing. People are still a little bit uneasy about flying internationally at the moment. Looking around Asian markets, Japan's Nikkei, that's up really strong today. It's up 1.85%. US futures are marginally high, probably about three or four basis points of pop there. In the US tonight, they've got industrial production that's expected to come in at plus 0.6% month on month. But for now, that's all for Markets at Midday. Look out for that afternoon report.